This is the Happy Hour Effect, Episode 10. Ever wonder if you should get paid for all that free advice you give? The answer is yes, and here's why. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect, and welcome to episode 10, the big one zero. I can't believe that I have already done 10 episodes. It is just crazy, (laughs) but I'm so thrilled to be here, and I'm so happy that all of you have decided to join me and hang out with the Happy Hour Effect and learn all the good stuff that you need to build your business, create work-life fun, come up with new ideas. It really is the bright part of my week to record these episodes for you. And it's really fun to get all the feedback and all of the comments that people have been leaving for me on Facebook and on the show notes pages and via email. So keep them coming. I really, really appreciate it. Now, if you do want the notes from each show, go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcasts, and all of the episodes are listed right there. This is episode 10. You can just click right down the list, and there they all are with all of the links and freebies and notes from every episode. So don't forget to do that. Now this week, I'm going to be talking about money, that sensitive topic that many of us don't like to talk about. Some of us are really terrible with books. My hands are raised, both of them, because I hate QuickBooks. I hate money and numbers and figuring out how to make more of it. I just want it, right? We all just want to make money and we feel like we deserve to be paid for our expertise. And yes, you do. So today I want to approach that subject because I had a question from one of the winners of last month's podcast launch contest, Tracy Fixon, and she is just a goon and a half in a good way. Go to tracyfixon.com, T-R-A-C-Y-F-I-X-E-N.com and she is a humor blogger and a hilarious mom and into green cleaning. Like, she's just awesome. Anyway, she won the iPad mini last month and she filmed this video about winning and it's just awesome. So go and watch it. I put the link on the show notes page. But I asked her after she won if she has any special topics that she wanted me to cover on the show. And one of them is what we're going to be covering this week is when to know how to start charging for what you do. And once you do start charging, to know if you're charging enough. Because, you know, a business isn't a business until someone pays you for something, right? I mean, you can go out and start a blog and do all that stuff and say you own a business. But if no one's paying you, then it ain't a business. It's a hobby, right? So when Tracy asked me to cover this, it was just a natural fit because so many people ask me this. Clients, people after speaking gigs, people via email after they've read my books, you know, they say, how did you do this? How did you write two best-selling books? How did you do this all as a widow mom? Help me, help me. I'm always being asked for free consulting. And I remember that feeling back in the day when I really started to come into my own, when I really started to see some success and people started coming out of the woodwork wanting information from you. And it's awesome to be able to help. We're passionate about helping the world as entrepreneurs, but sometimes we need to step back from our passion and say, okay, is this this something that needs to be more in my life? Could it be something more? Do I need to be charging for all of this time and energy that I'm spending giving people help in what they need by giving them my expertise? So today I'm just going to walk you through a really quick checklist that I developed that A, helps you decide if you should be charging and B, helps you decide how much you should charge. And we're going to go through them quickly because I don't want to make this some two hour long show but it easily could be with this with this topic. So if you want more information on how to structure your business, how to make more money, and how to create different streams of income, drop me a note because I do business and brand strategy and, and coaching. So reach out to me, Kristen, at happyhoureffect.com. So let's get into it. Should you be charging? The first thing is, if you even have to ask that question, 
then the answer is yes, you should be charging. Because obviously something has spurred itself in your mind to say, mm, something doesn't feel right. I feel like there's not a give take here, a circular connection with someone that you're giving more than you're receiving. So if you even have to ask, should you be charging, then the answer is probably yes. The second question, do you know more about your topic than most people? If you have read 10 to 15 books on your subject, if you've been to school, if you've done research, if you blog about something, if you have a book, if you've been in the media, all these things make you an expert. So if you know more than the average Joe about whatever it is that you talk about, then yes, you should be charging because that means that the majority of the population knows less than you and would like to know as much as you. And that is worth something. So value what you know and start to charge. Should you be charging? Number three, do you often give free consulting? And I'm doing air quotes around that. And it's just cloaked as a friend asking for advice. And pretty soon you find that you've been sitting at happy hour of giving someone the best business plan in the world or some great ideas, and it was just supposed to be hanging out. Then yes, you should be charging <laughs> for that, even for your friends. And of course, you want to help other entrepreneurs up along the way. Not saying don't give free advice because content is valuable. Do it all the time, everywhere and often. But if you're going beyond just the basic help and really giving of yourself, of your time and your energy, then it's time to start putting some fee structures around what you do. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Number four, this is one of my favorite and least favorite sayings in the world. Hey, can I just pick your brain for a minute? <laughs> because what that means is somebody wants free advice. What that also means is it's an opportunity for you to spin that relationship and to get a paying client. When someone asks to pick your brain, it means they have a pain, a pressing need, something that they need from you. And that means there is value to what you offer, which means, yes, you should be charging. Okay, that's number four. If people want to pick your brain pretty often, start to charge. Number five reason to know if you should be charging do you answer a lot of questions via email? Do you find people asking you stuff and you just kind of get sucked into the email vortex and pretty soon you've spent like three hours just responding to people's emails and looking back at them, like some of them are paragraphs long and you've given them really good ideas and lots of advice? If that's you, and I am guilty of that often, then yes, you should be charging. Number six, have you appeared in the media? If you have appeared as a guest on a show, if you've been quoted in a media outlet, you are considered an expert at your topic. So you should be charging for that expertise. So that's a simple one. Been in the media? Yes, you should be charging. Number seven, have you written a book or do you post regular blog content about your topic? If the answer is yes to either one of those, then yes, you should be charging. <laughs> Aren't these easy? These are just so easy questions. Yes or no questions and if the answer is yes, you should be charging. Number eight, is there a genre of books, podcasts, speakers, or experts on your topic? So that means, is there stuff out there about what you talk about? Now, this one's interesting because if the answer is yes, then you should be charging. And if the answer is no, you should be charging. Because if the answer is no, if there isn't pre-existing content out there, that means it's rare and people are going to want it and it's worth a premium. So this one, if there's a genre of expertise out there about your topic, yes or no means you should be charging. <laughs> okay, so those are the eight criteria to let you know that, yeah, something, I have something of value here, people want it, and I should be charging for that because what I know and the expertise that I've built up 
whether through self-study, whether through education, whether through expertise and experience, that is worth something. You have taken the time to learn the information and now you want to share it with others. And that doesn't mean it's a bad thing to say, yeah, well, it costs X amount of dollars for an hour of time with me, or it costs 15 bucks to buy my book, or it costs X amount of money to come to one of my workshops. That isn't a bad thing. Money is not a bad thing. Money allows you to spread your message further and wider. And I've talked about this in past episodes. Money is a really good thing. It allows you to help more people, right? It allows you to get in front of bigger audiences. It allows you to spread your message further into the world. So be okay with the fact that what you have inside of your brain is worth money. They go together, they complement each other, and they're both very, very good things, all right? Now, how much should you charge? Once you've said, yes, okay, I should be charging for what I do, and I should figure out how to make it work, how do you know how much to charge? This is can be a really confusing topic because it, it depends on your market, it depends on your product or your service, your industry. There's a million different dynamics that impact this. But I want to give you some criteria that can at least help you get started on the road to figuring out how much to charge. And if you want more info and you want to talk more about your specific niche or industry, then email me and we'll set up a time for a quick little coaching session because I do really specialize in streams of income and how to figure out different ways to monetize what you do. So how much should you charge? Number one thing is you have to figure out who your target market is because you need to know what they're going to be willing to pay. A group of college kids that don't have jobs and are are struggling to just get through school is going to be very different than targeting affluent baby boomers. So you need to know who your target market is. If you need help there, I love the Leaders in the Trenches podcast and Gene Hammett. He actually has a program that he puts out with great videos and things like that on how to identify leads in your target market. So check that out. It's on the show notes page as well, happyhoureffect.com podcasts, and then go to episode 10 and you can get the link right to Leaders in the Trenches. So who's your target market? You have to know exactly what it is that they want. Number two, what exactly is their burning problem? Because if you don't know what your target market's need is, then you won't know how to fill that need or how to price whatever it is that you're going to give them to solve their need. Get that? It was kind of a long roundabout little way of of saying you need to know your target market's burning issue. Number three, once you've identified that, you need to know how you're going to solve that problem for them. What will you be delivering? Is it coaching? Is it a book? Is it white papers? Is it free stuff on Facebook? Is it workshops? Is it some sort of product that solves a need? Is it some sort of other service? There's a million things that you can deliver to help solve someone's problem, but you need to know what that's going to be. And again, there are so many streams of income and ways to monetize that expertise that you hold in your head. So be sure that you really explore all of those options. And how could you deliver this product to your target market to help solve their pain? Because different ages, different demographics, different social groups value different modes of delivery for their information. So make sure you understand that really, really well, or you're not going to know how to price what it is that you're offering, which we're going to get to in a second. Now, number four, how much should you charge? You need to know who your competitors are because you have to do your research. If you don't know who you're up against in your field, you're never going to be able to compete price-wise because you're not going to know what other people are charging. You're not going to be able to price either above, at, or below market value to attract your target market, right? Paying customers. So you have to know who your competitors are. And fifth, you have to know how you're different from them. Because people look at an industry and they say, okay, there's X number of players in this industry and I have to decide which one I want to go with for this burning need I have. 
If you blend in with the crowd and you're like everyone else, you're going to get glazed right over. Nobody's going to pay any attention to you. So you have to really work hard to identify what that differentiating factor is so that you are able to charge for what makes you different. And I've mentioned this in pretty much every episode, but I have the brand platform map that you can use to start to tease out what your differentiating, special, unique factors are about you and about your business. So use that. It's on the show notes page. All right, number six, how much do your competitors charge? Now, some people list their prices right on their website, depends on the product, the service, the industry. Other people keep it a little closer to the vest. They don't publicize what they charge. So sometimes you have to do a little bit of uh, competitive reconnaissance, a little spy mission, if you will, and go and check out some of the testimonials on your competitors' pages. And then go to those people that wrote those testimonials and say, hey, I saw you did some work with so-and-so, wondering how you liked it, wondering what you paid for the program, and just keep it real casual. Sometimes they'll share and sometimes they won't. Most of the time, you can also go into the sales funnel of your competitors and easily find out what they're charging for the programs and products and services. So don't be afraid to go in there and just be their customer. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. We all do it. I've seen my competitors come onto my email list. I'm fine with it. There's plenty of business for all of us. There's enough to go around. So don't look at your competition as enemies. We're all here to make the world a better place. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of people paying money for what we do and plenty of people that are wanting what you offer. So don't be afraid to work with the competition and and figure out how to price your product the best that you can. All right, number seven. After you've done all that work in target market, their burning need, all that stuff, what competitors charge, and figuring out how you offer something that's different to fill your your target market's needs, Then you have to decide, well, what am I going to charge? Am I going to be below market value, at market value, above market value? Am I going to be a luxury premium product or service? How are you going to charge and what's going to be your justification for charging that? You need to be sure that you're delivering massive, major, mega, amazing, huge, huge benefits that that target market is going to see immediately upon using your product or service. And that means that you need to be totally clear on that target market, on their burning problem, how you're solving it, and how you're going to deliver it. Only then can you say, I am totally confident in saying, I'm charging 100 bucks for this, or 500, or 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, whatever it is. You need to be totally clear. And once you say, okay, here's what I'm going to charge, you need to figure out how you're going to charge it. Is it going to be a one-time fee? Is it going to be monthly? Is it going to be hourly? Project-based? Are you selling a widget? So they're just, they're paying you 15 bucks every time they buy a book or a product. Is it a retainer where every month they pay you X amount and you do services for them? There are a lot of ways that you can structure those fees and you need to understand and become clear in your own mind on what that's going to be before you can start putting it out there publicly because you want to remain consistent so that A, you don't confuse yourself and B, you don't confuse the consumer. Now, number eight, this is the key to all of this. If you have never done whatever it is that you want to do for money, you need to start with a couple of free sessions, more than a couple, and really gather some testimonials, get some feedback for what it is that you do, do a little experimentation on what and how you're going to deliver the information, and work with those people that you trust that you know are going to give you honest feedback. Offer them the product for free, offer them the service for free, and say in exchange for doing this for free, all I ask is that you give me a testimonial and some some honest, critical, and positive feedback for what it is that we do together. 
It's really important to have that in your back pocket so that you know what your message is, so that you know what you're delivering, so that the public comes to your website, your potential target market, your prospects, they come to your website, they see you at an event, and you already have some testimonials. You have that social proof, which is very, very powerful in people opening up their wallet to buy something from you. So having those testimonials from those few free clients first is really, really key, okay? Because remember... A business isn't a business until someone pays you for something, but people aren't going to pay you until they know exactly what it is that they're going to get and they feel truly, truly confident that you are the best person to deliver that. So you really have to do some really introspective work here and think about yourself, your business, your brand, how you're different, how you're going to show that your expertise and knowledge about your topic is truly worth money. Because it is. Remember, we just went through eight steps of should you be charging, decided, hopefully most of you said yes, you should be charging. Now it's about how much you should charge and how do you weave that all together. And I have all of these bullet points, these 16 trigger criteria on the show notes page. Again, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcast and there it is, episode 10. Now I hope that this was a really good way for you to kind of just get started thinking about charging for what you do. We all deserve to get paid what we're worth, and we're worth a lot. Our expertise is worth a lot. So be sure that you are owning that, and you're saying, hey, you know what? This is my business. I'm not doing this as a hobby, unless that's what you want. If you want it to be a hobby, then wonderful, great, stick to what you're doing. But if you want to transform what you do and all that free consulting and all the brain picking, and you want to turn that into a real sustainable business, then you must change your mindset about money and be willing to charge for your time, your expertise, and your energy. Now, I would love your feedback on this because this is a really, really important topic, charging what you're worth. So send me a note, leave a comment on the show notes page, and let's talk about this. I want to hear what your product or service is, when you started charging, what you're charging, and if you're feeling some sort of resistance there or you're having challenges with it, or if you're having problems expanding and really diversifying your streams of income and how you're monetizing everything that you do, let me know that too, because I want to use some of those case studies for future podcasts and for future blog posts. So I would love to talk to you about that. It'll be freebie consulting for me just for sharing your story. So share it on the the show notes page or Facebook or send me an email. All right. And again, if you love the show, I would appreciate a five-star review on iTunes, on SoundCloud. I'm also on Stitcher. So if your car has Stitcher radio, you can listen to me on the go. Woo! And womeninpodcasting.org is also a great organization that lists all the women podcasters out there. So go and check them out as well. I thank you for joining me today. Again, I'm Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect. This is episode 10, how to know if you are getting paid what you're worth and how to step it up and really, really own that financial piece of your business because it's really important to get you to the next level. I look forward to talking to you next time and we will see you soon. Mm-hmm.